0: Everyone, you're listening to Living on Blockchain, and this is your host, Tarusha. Uh, so today I'll be interviewing somebody really interesting. Uh, I have known him as a friend and as a fellow uh, mischief maker in this space. So I'm really happy that Shantanu Sharma could uh, be a part of Living on Blockchain. He is the head of marketing and media at the InBlocks network. He's also the chapter president uh, at the Blockchain Chamber of Commerce uh, in Gurgaon. And he is also the creator and host of Hard Fork, uh, one of the best TV talk series in India on cryptocurrency and blockchain. It's so great to have you here. Uh, I am uh, so grateful that you could take out the time to talk to us. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic.
1: Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> I've been waiting to come on, you uh, know, living on blockchain.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's a complete pleasure. We've been trying to do this for some time. I'm so glad that finally it has clicked and it's happening now. Uh, so tell us a little about yourself and your background a little bit.
1: Okay, so um, I'll probably cover in two distinct uh, parts. Maybe I think probably pre-blockchain and pro- post-blockchain maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, uh, yeah
1: so, uh, so, I started my career with the uh, Indian Air Force. Uh, I was uh, training as a fighter pilot there and uh, as uh, this is quite some time back I, yeah. I, I could have it.
2: I had yeah. to uh,
1: leave because of some medical reasons and I came back had some computer background uh, started working as a sales executive somewhere in Calcutta and then from there on 20 odd years working here and there and uh, got, got to working good companies like, uh, you know, I worked with EWC, working Polaris, with NIIT. Okay. And uh, I got a fair chance of you know, understanding uh, uh, the, the sales and the business development.
2: So right. many
1: years I did. And uh, then of course, in, in 2011, I got to know about, I was following the was brothers. Okay. And so that's when I got to know about something called Bitcoin. You know, it came into my life and I happened to read that paper way back in 2011. Okay. All right? Yeah. But I never a chance to buy Bitcoin, or maybe I didn't know, understand it completely at that point in time. Yeah. Uh, I always had this inclination towards technology and all that, so hence I remained in the technology companies, and hence I believe why Bitcoin also really, you know, I liked it. Uh, and it struck me. Okay. Um, and then, but then, I, you know, the real deep dive into Bitcoin started in 2016. Somebody was visiting my house and talking to my father about the uh, Bitcoin and investment in Bitcoin, and you know, the, that's when I got it got back into Bitcoin, and then I've not looked back since. So, the past about three and a half years, I have, um, you know, made a lot of money, <laughs> lost a lot of money in Bitcoin. And,
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> I haven't we all?
1: Yeah, we all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we got into um, into mining, mm.
0: uh,
1: it really intrigues me, still intrigues me a lot, and yeah. uh, learn a little bit. I learned a lot about Bitcoin for first and then Ethereum, and uh, this space is getting larger and larger
2: Right.
1: And bigger, and bigger uh, you know, I don't know where to start. You know, <laughs> whenever you you think that you have learned enough, you know, something new comes up. And yes. you're to one. Very dynamic. Yes, every day, so
2: every
1: yeah, yeah, every, every day is something new or the other. So, you know, you have to get your priorities right. Hmm. So, um, for the past about three and a half years, you know, I've been a lot into Bitcoin, into Bitcoin mining, there mm. were a couple of, you know, multi-level marketing uh, so-called schemes, uh, you know, where I also got involved, but uh, luckily I got past that okay. and got into really, uh, got into the real community work, which I saw, you know, got engaged last year, Okay, I must have given approximately 100 odd, uh, you know, lectures on, um, in various forums on. Uh, primarily Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain origins Right. and, and now, now I am working mostly on you know, how I can develop the training space and uh, of course hard fork
0: right the, okay yeah so uh, tell us a little more about your uh, you know experience with mining so you know how did you start uh, getting into it and then uh, were you uh, putting together the hardware on your own or were you, you know, outsourcing it uh, how did that work?
1: So, yeah, the so mining basically started by, as I said, somebody said, uh, you know, there's, mine, there's mining happening in, in China. And uh, I really understood about mining. Yeah. I sat down to, uh, to find whether I can really invest then. Um, yeah. So, uh, there are two ways, of course, you know, I got to know that you, know, you can actually buy your own machines, or you can, you know, probably uh, use the hosting services, and probably they already have the machines, and you can just pay for the hash rate that is there.
2: Right
1: uh, so that, that is what I started doing and uh, you know I uh, started investing in uh, buying a hash rate rather than you know putting in money into uh, what do you call uh, into the hardware itself market. right Okay. 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 Yeah, I did experiment, uh, I did experiment with hardware here in India too. yeah um, but it didn't work out is mostly true with the GPU mining yeah and uh, but then of course you know I put a lot of money into uh, these the so-called schemes which said that we' are doing mining and put money here yeah uh, so me having my own hardware somewhere I put money in that too um, and both in somewhere the other work alright And um, but then I, I gave it up last year uh, because of course you understand the mining was not profitable last year right yes yeah. So that we just said, okay, let's do it again whenever it becomes, so now it is becoming, you know, uh, very good, I mean, profitable again. Yeah. And uh, I've been in talks with some locations where I can, uh, you know, perhaps get back up. into it, get back into that.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. And and with this particular, you know, announcement by China where they are, uh, you know, sort of, they're being very bullish on uh, crypto and yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It's, it's just going to yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, earlier China was very clear that they did not want to. Uh, they wanted to remove bitcoin mining as an industry from their entire gamut of industries. Yeah. But if if you read the report today, they said no. I think we'll keep it because I believe they are very bullish on their own uh, currency that they're coming up with. Right.
2: But
1: uh, and kind of course, mining too. They should they should give a? I mean, they should be a shot in the arm for mining yeah. Uh, industry. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting from now on, but yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, I think that that would be the case. And I, I think uh, just in general for the market uh, as well, uh, because uh, China is being very bullish, even though uh, you know the essence of what they might be creating uh, might be a little questionable uh, because uh, you know it, it kind of defeats the purpose of decentralization. Uh, if uh, the country is kind of keeping tabs on everybody's spends, but uh, you know the, yeah. the fact that they are being so bullish about it, that also I think should help with adoption. What do you think? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, of course. So I think
1: you know any any proliferation starts happening in a much bigger way if the government is pro right. uh, a particular industry, a particular technology. Yeah. So I think you know them, simply, even if they are saying okay, we will start with, uh, you know, a central bank digital currency Mm. of their own, uh, it still is a shot in the arm for the digital currency, uh, you know, uh, uh, the entire industry, for example, or technology for that matter. So I think, think in some way or the other, it is good, Yeah. right? If they are bullish about their own thing first, well, and good, but I think, slowly steadily, they will start accepting the ones which are truly global for mm. example, if Bitcoin is truly global, then I think it will really help. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with this thought that, okay, we will have our own uh, stuff first and then we will move
0: on to another. Yeah, I I, I think, uh, you know, uh, I, I because perhaps I'm saying this because we are not there, but, uh, you know, I seem to be okay with it as well, because I think, as you said, that it will help with adoption quite a bit. And moreover, um, you know, adoption comes from getting, uh, you know, people uh, informed correctly, getting them educated. And because China is being so bullish, so there'll be a lot more people who will be looking up and uh, going on like, hey, I want to learn more about this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, the, I, mean, I mean, if you see the trend today and yesterday, yeah. Uh, in fact today itself when the,
1: when the report came out the news came out yeah uh, the entire twitterati is uh, you know abuzz with this uh, you know, report. report yeah, yeah. is allowing it india should do it and yeah, yeah. it's a shot in the arm for the industry so the law, yeah of course, yeah is, absolutely uh,
0: so uh, now coming to twitter you've been a part of the india needs crypto campaign across uh, twitter so how is the campaign coming along and uh, have you received any reply from any, uh, you know, policymaker or regulatory body? Uh,
1: so, um, see, I, I think India wants Crypto started off last year in, in November, in right. October, in October.
2: Yeah. By,
1: um, by Nishtar Shetty of Azirex. okay, he's the one who started it.
2: Yeah. And
1: uh, I, I noticed that and I believed uh, in that entire movement. I said, okay, let me support him. There were hardly people supporting it at that point in time. So I got into it and uh, I started tweeting and retweeting whatever he was doing and created my own uh, you know following so there are a lot of people right. who started following me after yeah. that and uh, but but I think the, the policymakers uh, more of them came because I was doing a lot of uh, you know corporate uh, training programs or uh, you know university training program
2: Right. so
1: I happened to meet a lot of people and yes none of them have got in touch with me directly as uh, policy makers but right. yes I got to meet I got to meet some uh, what do you call lamb fellows or legislative,
0: legislative right or right,
1: right yeah plr yeah PLR, yeah So i go to meet some of them and uh make a presentation in front of them because they were asking me questions about whether mining should be there and this in particular came after the uh the draft planning bill came into place okay, so, okay. Were, uh-huh, so yeah so there are people who got in touch with me saying you want to know more about mining somehow they didn't know that I, you know, I said mining they got to know that i probably wasn't mining in some form. Yeah. So that is when I started getting in touch with the uh, people, but they're not really policy makers, but they're maybe policy analysts or policy influencers. Yeah, they do help
0: out with the policy, you know, making they assist MPs, if I'm not wrong, the LAMP fellows and PLR in general, because it's a think tank, right? Uh, so, correct. So they yeah. think,
1: uh, for example, I mean, if we talk about the uh, research, they are the ones who, you know, uh, yeah, lamp fellows coming to them and they do the entire research work, right. hand it over to the end for questions and all that stuff. So though I think it really helps to get in touch with them because you at least understand that yes, the policymakers are interested in learning about this thing. Yes. Well, there's a question they want to raise or something. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping to you know get in touch with uh, some of them to at least you know, place uh, the place the thought process that okay this is what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to happen. I mean, I don't think alone will you know me being alone will be of any what do you call Im- Will have any impact? It, it okay. should be an industry body. Yeah. All you know, right. Uh, mm-hmm. A cryptocurrency body. People who evangelize. People who are who are doing business in this. They should go together. Form a form a group. Yeah. And they should be, they should lobby it. I mean, that's, I think, the best way to it. That's true. Uh, so I,
0: I think for any kind of policy change for, to be implemented, uh, you need to have a strong lobby for it. Uh, but, you know, because the space is, is, is so much in its infancy, I think, and uh, in India as well, that, uh, you know, something like a lobby has not yet been formed. Uh, but uh, I think that there are a lot of thought leaders who are, you know, going out of their way to talk about this. But then there is a lot of fear yeah. as well. Uh, that, you know, the government might ban it. Yeah, so
1: there is an there is the Indian fear that the government might ban it. Hmm. And uh, I, I think, I think um, you know, whatever is the idea or thought process that the government has that, uh, regarding cryptocurrencies, the narrative that uh, the industry has uh, should change. Right. We've always been talking about, you know, RBI has done, you know, it's wrong, we should not do this. Right. Cryptocurrency is not bad. And, you know, banks are bad. So I think the narrative has to change. I mean, we have to bring across the goods of uh, and how we, the society can improve with cryptocurrency and blockchain coming in. Yeah, We should be talking about the education system. We should be talking about digital currency. We should be talking about job opportunities.
2: Absolutely. I think
1: the narrative has to change.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there has to be, I, I think, uh, you know, you're absolutely correct there. So there used to be more, uh, you know, there used, there should be more talk about use case scenarios where and, or use case examples where people can actually relate to them. And they can see the advantages of this technology. Rather than just saying, okay, somebody has done something uh, wrong and then, you know, rubbishing it. Uh, you should perhaps go out of your way to talk about the good parts so that people would be more eager to adopt it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've
1: seen people are you know, trying to equate us, you know, uh, the entire policy into being, uh, are you uh, as worse as Pakistan or Bangladesh is or Somalia because they have banned, uh, you know, uh, cryptocurrencies?
2: Yeah, right. And, uh,
1: you know, so I think, uh, you know, there was a presentation made. I had been, I had been to, Uh, Mumbai uh, the last weekend and uh, there was a small uh, the idea of meeting of the the particular meetup was primarily to uh, you know get the top leaders to talk about cryptocurrency and maybe creating an association of sorts which can talk to the government all right and the presentation was made by uh, Kashif from Kripa Kanun who said that you know India needs to move in the direction wherein the entire world is moving and it has to do it fast it has to do it fast yeah so I believe, you know, all this while we were following what China was doing, but now that China has come back into the group, uh, I, I think we should probably see some change of stance in the
2: time to come.
0: Okay, okay. That sounds promising. Yeah, yeah that, that, you know that is, uh, the idea is that, um, the government needs to sort of create uh, uh, an environment which is conducive but then you know the onus also falls on uh, the people who are associated with the sector to sort of disseminate the right information true, and as true, you said right. uh, you know instead of just rubbishing and sort of negating what they are doing perhaps you know uh, putting across uh, as I said some use case scenarios some things that you know they can perhaps identify with would help our case further
1: absolutely So uh, about, about couple of uh, three two, three weeks back
2: right.
0: you know
1: i i was i was sitting with uh, somebody and i said hey, and i noticed that guy was doing some excellent work mm. and he has created a product in india all right okay and uh, that's when i started something called the made in india you know uh, initiative where he said, why don't we talk about the indian products that are there right, right? why don't we why don't, and of course this thought process came last year you know in november when i started meeting a lot of people Hmm. I saw that a lot of good work is actually happening in India. Okay. And nobody knows nobody knows about it. I mean, at least the world does not know about it. Yeah. And there were hardly any product which was there. So when I started meeting people, that's how hard work as a, as a show came into my into my head. Okay. And uh, about a month back, I said, hey, let's talk about the Made India products. Let's talk about all the products that are there in India. If you like it, share about it, you know, comment on it, about it, use it send some word uh, to somebody and, you know, share it.
2: Yeah, let's, right. let's
1: talk more. The more we talk, the, uh, you know, and the more the buzz. And let's do it in all languages.
2: Right. Uh, why only
1: limit ourselves to, you know, uh, Twitter and English? Let's talk in other languages. Let's talk in Marathi. Let's talk in, you know, Gujarati. Let's talk in Hindi. And That's tell cool. people that, hey, a lot of good product is there. And so when it reaches the ears of the policymakers, they will see, hey, there are industries here in India yeah, we're doing well. We are losing yeah. out because they are traveling overseas to set up their companies. Let's do it in India. Yeah,
2: so absolutely. We have to talk yeah. more. Right. We have to
1: change the narrative. We have to talk more about uh, what we're doing here in India.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A lot more noise needs to be made about it. As you said, there are a lot of good projects, but they're never really talked about. And uh, somehow, you know, people sort of miss out on that in vernacular part totally. And then uh, yeah, they expect that, you know, everybody should sort of, uh, uh, you know, identify with their cause, uh, which is furthering crypto or blockchain. But then, you know, yes. we need to uh, be more inclusive in our communication as well. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've noticed it myself. Yeah. You know, um, when I started hard fork, I was doing it in English, hmm. but uh, the channel I'm on, they also have an Hindi channel. The Founder India is also has an English channel and they also have an Hindi channel yeah so the first five six episodes i noticed that there are more vernacular followers right in the uh in the uh, on on youtube okay so uh, there are there are friends of mine in the cryptocurrency industry who are running youtube channels and uh, they are doing it in hindi and they have tremendous amount of following available. right it, it only means that there are people listening to them yeah it very this does not happen in the english so that's that's what I, my, my worry was right.
2: i think we should
1: we should go beyond the language of communication that we normally have and talk in other languages.
0: Right, yeah. Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe have education programs in other languages.
0: Absolutely, I, I, I completely agree with you. Actually, this is a very um, often neglected part of this movement because, you know, as you know it's new. So, we kind of uh, forget and we kind of emulate what is happening outside. We forget that yeah. in our own country, there are so many languages. It cannot be inclusive.
1: How will we address everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it could be strategically done. I mean I'm for example I we know that after English, Hindi is spoken more, but then there's Marathi, there is also Bengali, yeah
2: there is
1: uh, you know, there is Gujarati. So there are many languages. So maybe we say, Okay, English, we're already talking on Bhakti, let's talk in Hindi too. Yeah. So
2: let's, yeah. Right.
1: Let's, let's make presentations, let's make our you know uh, documentation in, in Hindi. Yeah. So that people it can go to the hinterland and people understand more, make it slightly simpler.
0: Right, right. Because this, is, this is all about being inclusive because, uh, you know, blockchain ultimately is about being inclusive, bringing a decentralization yeah. and changing uh, the life of everyday people. And that cannot happen, as you said, without, you know, reaching uh, the very uh, grassroots level. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, see, I mean,
1: it's only in India that we have so many languages. Yeah. You go overseas, you know, go to China, there's Chinese, but I'm sure there are many more dialects in Chinese itself. Yeah. However, you know, not like India. Unlike India, yeah. there so many languages here.
0: So many languages. So many, so many dialects. dialects. Everything changes. Like within a few kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely correct. This is something I think we often neglect. So, uh, how do you perceive the uh, blockchain and uh, crypto sort of uh, community in India? Uh, what What is your take? And then perhaps you know you can move abroad as well and give me your perspective. Uh, okay. So, um, India. So I got I started interacting
1: with the Indian community only last year. Okay. Uh, before that, I was because I was only into uh, mining, and so I had my own community to talk about. Mm. But the real community, which was actually doing development on ground work, all right, and uh, I was I was only interacting with them. Uh, I started interacting with them only last May. Last May I started. Okay. I, I believe it's a very vibrant, um, what do you call community, mm. where there is there are people who know each other. Yeah. Okay, but what I, what what is happening here is. We get to see the same people over and over again. Yeah. All right. Uh, there is very little uh, what do you call uh, there was a very little growth happening. I'm right? seeing a new face mm. uh, was not not really happening. Yeah. Off late, I've seen that you know when, you know uh, I had a chat with some of the leaders. Not, not leaders. I said, hey, why don't we start a campaign where it that next time, don't come alone. Come with one more person. Yeah.
2: Somebody
1: who somebody who's not been introduced or you wanted. To, all right. Right. so uh, you know you have to live by example so I, I started doing that when i used to go to a community uh, a community get together on a meetup yeah i used to take somebody along right. and that's how the systems grow the ecosystem grows yeah we are still uh, despite being uh, you know a discrete uh, you know a, a very large community here in india we are still working in siloed. silo yeah there has to be a few more collaboration there has to be more interactions uh, there has to be more lobbying together all right there's a lot of work Uh, which can be done if we collaborate more yes Uh we have our own uh, you know business interests Mm. but uh, we'll probably grow faster if we collaborate
0: that's exactly Um, what I thought yeah Yeah, that that is what uh, you know I thought that you know perhaps because people seem to think that uh, their business interests might clash and that's why they don't uh, tend to sort of share or make noise yeah I think it should be exactly the opposite because uh, you know any for any movement or any community to actually see real growth and Mm. not just vanity numbers, it, you know, you need hmm. to collaborate. And especially when a technology is so new and so dynamic.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and but they, you know, within the community itself, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, uh, met about hundreds of, hundred of people, if I really want to give a number to them, 50 hmm. of them I've seen that, you know, they talk to each other constantly, they interact with each other, they think yeah. about what the other is doing, right. even if it is a competitive product, you know, they try to see if they can collaborate, hmm. all, that, all those kind of things are happening. Yeah, and uh, I think I think that it's going to be a matter of time. Probably there's a lot of negativity also in the. There used to be a lot of negativity in the industry. Yeah, because there was you know people were not upfront about what they were doing.
0: Yeah, as right. I said, there was but, fear. You know, there 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 was like this inherent fear that you know the government's going to ban it or whatever, and then they will get into yeah yeah hot water. So, so I think
1: I think it's correct. So I think a matter of time when people start opening up, and we will see more and more things coming and the community becoming even more bigger and vibrant.
0: Right. Okay. So, uh, what about the global perspective? What do you? Uh, how do you see mass adoption of uh, blockchain happening? Uh, you know, in which country uh, do you see it? But ha- do you see which country do you see as being the most bullish uh, regarding this technology and crypto in general?
1: Uh, anywhere uh, apart from India, they have been very bullish. <laughs> what I know. So, uh, mm. I, so I think you know, there's a lot of work which comes in. Which I've seen, you know, happening. I've seen. I just happened to notice something in, you know, freelance.com.
2: Mm. Other
1: other such sites. There's a lot of work which comes from Europe, a lot of work coming from USA, all right? Right. Uh, and uh, I believe, you know, they, they are two biggest, you know, places, you know, where probably blockchain adoption is happening.
2: Yeah. All you know, right? Yeah.
1: Um, but I, I guess, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've not, not been overseas, but uh, even in small countries, there is a lot of awareness. Right. I have traveled to, uh, you know, places like Armenia, mm. and uh, a very small country, you know, hardly 10 million people there Right. All right, and uh, these people are, uh, you know, there is the a small, and they are there are very, uh, you know, uh, very close knit. Okay. And uh, they have a, a blockchain association. I imagine, so they have lot and they're very bullish about it.
2: Wow. In fact, okay. I
1: rep- I I represent a company from uh, from Armenia, and uh, they have uh, set up a free economic zone
2: in right. Armenia. And
1: okay. uh, so they are inviting people from all across the world, saying, "You come, you set up a shop here, you will get a free economic zone, uh, you know, residency, and okay. uh, you don't have to pay taxes for what 25 years."
2: Wow! Okay,
1: so there's a tax holiday for 25 years. So right. they are very bullish about it. A very small country. I mean, are, yeah. You know, right. Delhi is
0: uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, and I, I didn't know that that they had actually they were being so bullish. I I just knew about Belarus that they were giving a, a very long tax holiday. Okay. To um, yeah, yeah. companies, et So yeah, yeah. basically, you know, in the East Europe and in the North, the North American continent, there is a lot of, they're usually very bullish uh, about new technologies and uh, mass adoption happens I think on a quicker basis uh, for, uh, because perhaps they are developed economies. Uh, why, why do you think yeah. uh, that perception is there?
1: Uh, what perception is there
0: the why do you think this particular perception is there that the north american continent and europe in general they kind of uh, sort of adopt new technologies in a, a you know quicker manner
1: i think uh, oh no okay so this is very I, I don't know um maybe because you know the technologies are coming from there itself okay i think uh, because uh, if you look at even, even for that matter bitcoin yeah uh, supposedly came from from the usa or from mm. the soil of the usa and uh, most of the cryptographers are there
2: right. in the USA right. and
1: uh, hence I believe because it is originating from a particular place, I believe it makes it much more, you know, uh for working out of there.
2: Right.
1: And I think because there are smaller communities, I mean, if you look at Europe, mm.
2: there, are,
1: there are smaller countries, all right? Mm. These smaller countries, you know, want uh, people to come to their place and invest. I think probably them adopting... A new technology will make them much more, you know, advanced and they, they get they get more investments coming in place.
2: Yeah.
1: And the government, I think government is you know, apart from all the politics that is there, the governments have at least one person who is, you know, bullish about yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll do it, hum karenge. Yeah, but,
0: yeah. They're pretty instrumental <laughs> in that, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And so India the, is a large country. India yeah. is a huge country, okay. And yeah. uh, there are many countries within the country, okay. So, <laughs> they really would have a state. So uh, I think here Adoption is going to take a lot of time because every state government has to be, you know, uh, has to fall in line right. to uh, understanding this first. Yeah, yeah
2: I believe
0: that, that is true. That is true. Sadly, so uh, you know, this population and uh, just the uh, vastness of the country can, you know, perhaps hinder how bullish we can be uh, towards this technology. Yeah. So, uh, as you said, you know, smaller countries are uh, more ready to adopt. Uh, like, for example, you gave an example of Armenia, there is Estonia. Uh, they they even held their uh, you know some part of their elections were held on uh, you know did their voting on blockchain. Yes, 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 so yes, yes. Uh, I think uh, but that that is a again a very uh, good insight that you know just because to get all the state governments on you know board and have them on in you know uh, everybody looking at the same page that would also uh, that's also sort of a challenge.
1: Absolutely. So I, I think you know what what I believe is happening right now is there are uh, smaller areas designated within a state, for example, Telangana and Andhra. All right and mm. Tamil Nadu and Maharashtra, they are they are they are bullish about this this particular industry on blockchain yeah so whether it be a private or, or, or permission, commission I'm not sure right now yeah but I think what is important is uh, you know them coming on board and then saying okay this is the area designated where we'll do experimentation all right and then we will spread the entire you know wind towards that area so yeah. that's what they're doing so there is a uh, you know a designated area in Telangana as well as Andhra Pradesh right where all the experiments are happening it's yeah a blockchain district. Right. So I think that's that's the way forward. The right. government has to identify okay, this is where we want to implement. Uh, say for example, if we want to implement blockchain in land records, we have yeah. to implement it in this small municipality somewhere and mm-hmm. let's see how it goes.
0: Right, right.
1: So they have to do it in tranches. They have to yeah. do it in tranches and take it forward.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, when I was uh, going through a profile, I, I saw that you uh, also work as a uh, crypto advisor and independent consultant. So what is uh, exactly the primary area of work there and what kind of uh, what kind of services do you provide as a consultant? And who are these people? Uh, are they enterprises or are they startups? So yeah, I, uh, they were
1: startups. Uh, when it came to consulting, they wanted somebody to be on board as an advisor to how cryptocurrency works and all that stuff. Right. to educate the people. But I think most of my consulting is based on currency education and content creation.
2: Okay. Right? okay. So, uh,
1: yeah, so uh, I've been advising uh, universities and colleges where uh, they said, okay, we want to start something. For example, I want to start a, a, a blockchain lab. So what is required for a blockchain lab? How do we do it? What are the education programs that we should run? All right, and uh, it's so all normally start usually starts with me giving one seminar and people liking it, saying, Okay, come on board. How can we push, push it to the people? Can we create a new own certification program? So that is the area of consulting that I normally give. Right? Right. And Of course, there are people when it came to cryptocurrency about a year and a half back,
2: mm. right,
1: it was more to do with my right, kiss <laughs> it was more to do with the who do I where do I put money on and yeah. uh, you know, how can we, can we build a small pool of money? Of course, that didn't really work out because of the 2017 fall.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: The rising mm. fall of 2017. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, so, But yeah, the, I still, there are a lot of people who come to me again mm. and uh, and this is purely on a friendship basis and asking them, yeah, what do I buy? Could I keep it? Could I not keep it? Okay. Are you bullish about it or not? Okay. Um, and, but I think I'm more focused on uh, education on on uh, mining okay and of course right now I have this uh, art for I'm more towards advocacy so okay. I like to you know that's that's what I want to get involved in really
2: big
0: all right okay so but you know that kind of leads me to the next question what are you uh, which token currency are you uh, you know really bullish about what are you really excited about Apart from Bitcoin
1: Oh, okay. So uh, there are, see, if I really want to talk about, I, I have a fair amount of love for Ethereum. Okay. Right? Uh, because I, I don't know, maybe I invested in a very small amount and I got a lot of money out of it.
2: Nice. So, right.
1: I bought my first Ethereum at you know, $11. Okay. Right. So, so it was pretty long time back. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I think um, uh, there are some good companies which have come forward okay okay which have which have indian uh, you know background for example if i talk about uh, one of the best ones that i find is matic network matic yeah all right definitely matic, yeah so, yes. so they are doing fantastic work absolutely
0: wonderful work there M-
1: matic yeah yeah matic and Marlin, they are really pro- they are really going all across the globe they are, they are in many forums yeah. people are listening to them and uh, and, and they are the they, i think because matic led has led the way for a lot of companies are out of India or out of uh, overseas who are actually looking at India in a much more positive way right now. So, yeah. so hats off to the Matic guys and
0: the Malin. Guys. Absolutely, absolutely, they're doing and really uh, wonderful work. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Right. they they've changed. Yeah. Uh, they've they've been uh, really instrumental in the change of perception when it comes to you know crypto blockchain in India in the same space. Yeah. people yeah. are looking at us differently.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, but there are a lot of good work happening still. I mean, uh, there are a couple of things which I remember. There's a guy called uh, Mudir Prabhakar, who is working on something called Equate, he's working on this. Is basically, you know, uh, recruitment-based screening product. Okay. And then, uh, then uh, there is something called, of course, Coin D, All the ZRXs and Coin D Six of the world is happening, and there is a guy called Vikas uh, Singh who's doing good work on Block Labs. He's doing mm. something. I think a lot of work is happening. CoinFox, for that matter, is in India. Uh,
2: yeah. They
1: have, uh, they are doing fantastic work. I think what we need to do is, as I said, we need to talk about our things.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. No, uh, more buy, more broker,
1: no token, doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yes, I do my, my own investments now and then. So Matic is for sure. I do. Uh, I do a lot, lot of mm-hmm. you know uh, investments on EOS and uh, Ethereum. I keep on you know keep on money putting money there.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I used to be very active long time back, but uh, <laughs> these days you know I, I don't know <laughs> I just kept whatever money it's parked there and I see once in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that that has uh, been happening with a lot of uh, old time traders uh, and uh, people who've been, uh, you know, invested. they've been investing heavily and now they're sort of uh, holding. So, yeah, I, I yeah. understand where you're coming from there. Okay, um, so uh, coming to my penultimate question, uh, you know, who are some thought leaders uh, that, you know, you follow uh, for in this space uh, to be, you know, just to be inspired, to be updated? and uh, specifically who are some women thought leaders perhaps you could uh like name uh that you know you follow
1: oh uh
0: i'll definitely follow
1: the uh, the women who came on my show all the women <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there are four women who came on my show including you <laughs> I, I definitely follow i'll follow them uh then there is uh there is somebody called nadine, nadine damblon she is from uh if i not wrong, from uh, Europe uh, for the country, she I follow her. She has been working on uh, something called Hydro Miner.
2: Okay. We developed
1: a mining uh, mining product which works on uh, on water-based uh, mining.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: Uh, and yeah, and uh, then there is uh, there's a lady in the U.S. Uh, she goes by the name of Linda Goetz. Right. Okay, she
2: was
0: Linda, on our show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, show her. So she she basically uh, she was on your show too, right?
0: Right, yeah, yeah, and she, she's she's created the uh, blockchain chamber of commerce.
1: Yes, blockchain chamber of commerce, and uh, I have started the uh, NCR chapter here in blockchain of chamber of commerce. here in NCR.
0: Oh, okay, wonderful. I did not know that. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, we got, I got, you know, we got in touch with each other a long time back, about a year back, and we started got in talking, hmm. and uh, then we found an opportunity. I said, should we start ahead in NCR or not? So we are starting it in NCR and. Uh, uh, shortly, the I mean the entire operation and activity will increase.
2: Okay. I know that
1: you are on the uh, blockchain chamber of commerce expert community.
2: Right. right? Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, uh, a lot of work has to happen in that direction too, which will be more of education, more of the chamber credit work, wherein in blockchain and non-crypto crypto, everyone has to come together. So yeah. some things have to start here in India. And,
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But you know this, this uh, I think one, this is the right step in that direction where you were saying that you know we we do not really uh, we don't really have one body, so perhaps you know it's a step in the right direction a small step where where it can lead to much bigger things
1: yeah i'm I'm hoping that would happen, and uh, yeah. you know that's where the thought process came you know when last you know when we heard about the cryptocurrency banning draft bill right and, uh, we we got in uh, we got I got into a much deeper conversation with uh, with, uh, with Linda and when she said okay I think we should start it now mm. because if we start it now we have the you know, the, the uh, runway to be able to uh, discuss with people talk to people and uh, get them mobilized uh, mobilize the you know uh, the people and then we can talk to the government so right. they should see work happening they should see work happening and if we are uh, you know, if we show it around, you know, if we display or demonstrate our, our work being done in a bigger yeah. platform, I think we'll get to see some movement happening and change of mindsets happen.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So the, this is wonderful. Uh, now coming to the last question that I ask everybody, uh, you know, how do you propose our listeners can start living on blockchain or get into this space? So what do you, what do you think can be the first steps?
1: Oh I, I have I, I've kept it very simple when it comes to you know these kind of thought processes as, as it how can I involve somebody else? I think the uh the journey starts at home. So right. can I can I first, you know, within my own family, can I at least you know inculcate a habit of people talking about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? Right. All right. Yeah. And uh, the best way to you know, best way to live on blockchain is you know, each one, each one. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't have to, you know, set up, you know, huge mining farms. I mean, I have one mining farm. Can you join? Let's join. This is how it works. So, that's how it works. If I if I have to teach somebody, I teach one person. And that person is the other person. And that's how, you know, we can continue, you know, living on, you know, bringing more and more people into it. And people can start living on blockchain. As I said, India here, use karo. There are products here in India. Understand them. Use them. Talk about them. Share about them. Yeah. And uh, I'll see... I think we can see a lot of things going, I mean, one by one. It's, nice. it's called, you know, I, I use a policy called brick by brick.
0: Right. right? right. You,
1: you, make a, you make a big building brick by brick. I and mean, That's how it will work.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. One day at a time. This is wonderful. Uh, I think uh, the yeah. thought process behind it is wonderful because ultimately that's how you, uh, you know, further the movement that is there for crypto and blockchain because you have to get the foundation right.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: Excellent, Transno. It's been wonderful talking to you. I am so happy and grateful that you could take out the time. Uh, and uh, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? No,
1: I think uh, what I want to, uh, I think I think probably you're doing a fantastic job. I think we need to probably uh, you, you need to increase the frequency of what you're doing. Yeah. So that you know we can talk more about it. Maybe change the language. Maybe uh, you know. Uh, I think I think it's what we're doing is fantastic. So let's let's uh, keep on you know doing it. Day in, day out. That's what
2: we
0: want. you are. Thank you. Let's talk about it more. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's collaborate <laughs> and do this more often. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tarusha, for having me. It was wonderful talking to you.
0: Thank you.